Welcome to the Detours Podcast. Let's get lost. What is up, y'all? I am back with another episode. In this episode, I'm talking about that love and war factor. I'm talking about how insecurities lead to putting men on a pedestal and chasing men. And, you know, what is the craziest thing you've done during a breakup or during a misunderstanding? Just today I saw on Instagram some man crashed his car because he didn't say, it must have been his current girlfriend because he was like, this girl chased me down because she thought I had another woman in the car, but it was just my homeboy and she was shooting at the back of my window and made me wreck my car. I'm like, that is insane. <laughs> and it's like, what gets women, some women to that point, you know? Like, I've definitely been that, you know, helpless female who felt completely completely slighted, but shooting at someone has never crossed my mind. Um I'm not going to lie, stabbing <laughs> someone has crossed my mind, but I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And I was like, nah, that wouldn't be a good idea. And, you know, honestly, the craziest thing I've done was when I was with my um, baby daddy um, and I was pregnant. And I came home from school on like a, I don't know, it was during the week. I came home from school during the week and I had my car and I felt like he was lying to me. He was saying he wasn't messing with anyone else and this and that. And I felt like, you know, I could feel it. You know, how you, our women intuition, woman intuition is like out of control when it comes to someone who you have um, a bond with. So I could sense that he was lying because he's, you know, been known to lie in the past. So it, it I could feel it. So I drove down. And I drove down around the time that his job would be closing. He was still working at a fast food joint. So I I drove down around the time it would be closing. And I waited out there for like a couple hours. And when he came out, he got into another female's car. (laughs) And so before he got into this female's car, he saw me. He saw me and he was like, man, and then he got into the car and then they sped off. And then I followed, I pursued, like I pursued, I was in pursuit, like I was the cops. (laughs) And so like I followed and like, so they went around one side of the fast food joint and I went around the other. And then like, (laughs) what's hilarious is the people who worked there who knew me. Um, and knew about our relationship, who had been there the whole time for for the most of our relationship. They were like, he went around the other way. He went around the other way. And so they tell me which way to go so I could catch up to them faster. <laughs> the ghetto, okay? The ghetto. So I caught up to them and I'm like, you know, following them because I'm just like, I'm pissed. And, you know, I don't know what I was going to do if he would have stopped. I mean, I just wanted to, I guess I would have said, okay, so, what the, you know, had a confrontation. And like, um, they didn't stop. Well, actually, no, they did stop. But um, well, they had pulled into this complex, and I like, 
Okay, so I don't know if they called the police or if the police was chasing somebody else, but <laughs> as soon as they pulled into this complex, this police this police officer like kind of um sped out to the street and started and put his lights on like I got the hell out of Dodge because I didn't know if he was looking for me. <laughs> so I turned down a side street and I, um, you know, I went home. <laughs> and that's not the only thing either. Um, there was one time, I think it might have been before that, when um, I, we would see each other. We would spend some time together and then I would drop him off at home and... Um, he was like, drop him off. This is where his mom lives now. I'm like, okay, cool. So I would drop him off and then I would go back to school. And so one time I dropped him off, went home, nothing about it. But after I dropped him off, I just, it didn't feel right. So the next time, the same plan, I dropped him off, but something said, hmm, wait around a little bit at these apartments and see what happens. So sure enough, I... I went out of that apartment complex and went to a neighboring gas station. And I just waited to see what would happen. Do y'all know this man came out of that complex like he didn't know nobody that lived there? And then I saw him walking and I kind of like pulled my car up like to see him, like trying to make sure this is him. Like I pulled my car up a little bit. And do y'all know he started running? <laughs> he started running. I was like, hell nah. This is funny. <sighs> and then what's another thing that happened? Um, <laughs> he started running. So I found out that that's not he didn't live there. So he was, you know, once again lying, living with some other chick. So, um, then I'm trying to see. It was something else that happened too. The police chase, kinda. <laughs> the running down the street, um, and hmm, it was something else. But it's just like that's terrible that I put up with all that. And you know, about a year ago, maybe two, everybody was on this. And by the way, this was around. This was 2011 and before, and I was like, so let's get the timeline. This is like age 17 to 21, so I was very young, and those are things I would never, ever do now. But, like, it's, this is about next, like, cheating men and the pillow talk that they do to women. Now, all men don't do pillow talk. So, like, this last guy who I loved... It was discovered that he was messing with multiple women. But you think he ever talked to me about another woman in extent? No. He, of course, has mentioned his wife, but it was never like anything like, oh, she's a bitch. She does this, you know, like these ghetto ass dudes do. It was never anything like that ever. If if he did mention her, which was not often, maybe twice, maybe. So, um, you know, we got this pillow talk and like my main ex, which is the ex I, you know, share a living child with, um, you know, we, it was two children and 
we have one living child. So this main ex, back in the day when I was a kid and a young adult, I didn't realize it back in the day. But I realize now that he had to be doing some pillow talk with his other baby mama from the way she came at me. Like, the way she came at me is weird. Like, the minute she found out about me, at first it was fine. She said they weren't together, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, it's weird that you even called me if y'all not together, but whatever. Um, So it was like immediately after that, I started receiving all of these harassing phone calls. She's calling my phone, blocked her, all her sisters. They would call the job blocked. They would come up to the job to watch me. Um, they would come up to the job. Um, just, they would know I was in the drive-thru and they would come up there just to order stuff. And like one time her dad drove her up there. We're making the food. He wasn't even there that day, but, um, they're all in this little white, this white truck. And like when I passed her her food, she was like, damn you slow, you know, just, just, and then one time they were calling my phone and um, I picked up and I was like, you know, what the what do y'all want? Like, what the fuck going on? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to come up there and I'm going to pour some drink all over your head. I'm going to pour. I'm like, shit, sis is mad about the dick. So it was very harassing constantly from her, her sisters. And, you know, I would be like, can you... Tell her to stop. <laughs> and then she's actually the way I found out. I previously mentioned about this manager who, this white manager who said I slept with him. She's actually the way I found out that he, our baby daddy, <laughs> um, actually believed it because she was like, she is the way I found out that this rumor was going around. Because she was like, yeah, he told me you slept with that white manager. I was like, huh? <laughs> I did what? When? So it was quite crazy, like, how harassing this girl was and her entire family. Well, I guess I shouldn't say entire family, but in at, her and at least two of her sisters and they would come up there and, and like I said watch me at the job and I was just like wow that is insane to me quite insane so what happened after that and oh his mother did before too in the past I don't know if they were in the car but like I guess she was waiting on him and she came and sat in the drive through too watching what I was doing but you know, I'm sure she was just trying to be supportive to the baby mama. So it's no problem. But like, fast forward to 2019, when he gets with this young lady that is on drugs, I found out that he was still doing pillow talk about me because this young lady wants to tell me that she knows everything about me. And I mean, in reality, she didn't know anything about me. <laughs> and, um, because prior to me actually trying to get with him, I wasn't with him. I was actually celibate and I decided not to deal with him anymore because he, you know, he just wasn't helping me mentally and physically. And, 
you know, when I told, like, when I was getting back with him, I was telling him how, you know, I was celibate. I needed to get myself together. I went and saw, like, a counselor who put me on some anxiety medication. And, um, you know, he used that to go back and tell the girl, like, yeah, she on medicine. She crazy. And, like, I only just realized recently that, like, I went and got on some anxiety medication. Y'all have issues and y'all self-medicate with um, drugs. <laughs> so, like, real drugs. Like, you know, illegal drugs like crack and, you know, some weed. So, and cigarettes and alcohol. So, y'all do that type of self-medication. And I don't. So... <laughs> And I was just like, okay. So, yeah, it's just all this pillow talk and lies between the sheets. Like, you know, the guy might say, she said this about you. She did this. She did that. And that is quite dangerous. And it can lead to so much drama. Because, like I said, this grown man who I love from 2020 to 2021, well, I still love him today. To this day, I still love this man. Um, and he's not physically here with us. Uh, physically, I'm sure he is spiritually. But um, never, ever has done any type of pillow talk, any type of bashing women ever. Um, he did kind of insinuate once when he was mad during this divorce situation, but never no type of pillow talk because that stuff is so dangerous. So today I was at work and I was just, you know, going to our homepage. And for whatever reason, they had the MSN news come up in our homepage. So I look down and I see that it says mother walks out of courtroom during sentencing where she lost her three daughters, age seven, four, and four months, and her mother during a house fire. And I was like, what? Let me read that again. Let me click on this and see what's going on. So I click on it and I read the article. And it's saying that a woman... Lost her family in a house fire. She was out of town, but the house fire was set by another woman who was pregnant by her last baby daddy. So her youngest child's dad got another woman pregnant and was apparently with this other woman. There was some type of beef that the woman who lost her family didn't even know about. So here I am talking. That's what I'm saying with this pillow talk and these lies that um, some men tell. And so she's saying she she knows nothing about any of this, why she would set fire to her home and kill her three children and her mother. And I'm like, and so for that, they, that lady who's only 31 years old, Got 40 years. She killed four people. And she got 40 years. And then she had the audacity to go in there and say, you know, she should have only gotten five years because all she did was arson. But it's like, you know, actions actions lead to consequences sometimes. And you have to pay for that. 
And so not only did this lady, she's 31 years old. She got her own kids. I'm like, ma'am, you're going to be away from your, from your kids for 40 years. And then, or I mean, at least probably 20, right? And then not only that, she got her niece involved in the arson and I think it said her niece was just 27 years old. She hasn't been sentenced yet, but she probably going to get around that same time. And it says they used a delayed action incendiary device. And it's like, why? You know, was that even necessary over a man? You know, like that is crazy. Like, was that necessary? Like this man calls you to do all that you know that's some deep-rooted insecurities and it's like there's no reason like the person you were aiming at she wasn't even there she was out of town like that is insane <sighs> you know and that reminds me of one of those hey coke not it's not a cold case it reminds me of I don't know their names but and I don't even want to look up their names because that's just too much but um I don't like to speak on things like this, so I don't want to look up their names. But it reminds me of the lady, the two teachers that was have that were having an affair at the school. The basketball coach was having a, an affair with one of the teachers. And then she thought that he was going to leave his wife for her. And she went and shot his wife. And I do believe the wife was pregnant, shot the wife in the garage. And then turns out he was never going to leave her and he didn't want nothing to do with her. Now you in jail. I'm like, ma'am, ma'am, did you, are you thinking straight? It's just like, no man is worth all that because all they doing is lying. You know, it's not worth it. And so it's just like. There has to be a line drawn in this love and war type situation. You know, the easy thing to say is that it's, you know, about insecurities. And it is, but it's like everything all together. It's like you're being lied to. You're being manipulated. You're insecure. You think you love this man. And you're going to find out soon enough that you don't even love him because he don't even love you. You know? <laughs> So it's just crazy. And it's like, it it was a wake-up call for me, Lo. I was just like, hmm, I have done some really crazy things. <laughs> but nothing that crazy. And it's like, I'll make sure I never do anything like that because I can't go to prison. And I don't want to hurt anybody. And I can't go to prison simply because I like doing what I want to do when I want to do it. So me and that won't mesh, you know. So i got to just... We ask the Lord for protection, but it's like that more so happens to people whose brain isn't fully developed, like younger women. So it's like over 30. It's like, it's no way. It's no way that can go down. And so, because I'm like, if you're 31, you got 40 years. That's if you live to 70, you'll get out possibly if you live to 70. So it's just the craziest thing to me. Um, and it's like you're gonna miss out on your whole your whole life. And I Googled the lady. Um her name is like Tammy Elia Bravel. 
I didn't write the um, niece's name down because it's like, it's just sad, you know? That's Tammy Elia is the other woman who, I guess, made this plan to set this house on fire where babies lived. And it's like, these men do not deserve to be put on a pedestal. Like, y'all know I was looking for the man because, you know, I'm that nosy. I was like, I I just need to see him because that reminds me of when I used to watch Jerry Springer and the women used to be on there fighting. And I used to be like, man, I want to see what he looked like when he come out. He, I bet he ugly. I bet he ugly. The man come out ugly, looking crazy. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> Like, are you serious? But yeah, so all this happened in Louisiana in 2020. And it's just, it's terrible. And I'm like, it said that she was pregnant. So I don't know if she's still pregnant and going to jail or if she already had the baby. I don't know. But I'm like, you're going to miss your baby's whole life if you did. So if it was 2020 and it's 2021, then yeah, she probably did have the baby. If she was still pregnant. So... I'm like, man, you're going to miss your child's entire life. Like, that is crazy to me. It's just like, these guys are not worth it. But that was a wake-up call for me. It's like, you just never know what these guys are feeding women or what, how crazy a woman is, how fed up, you know, the other woman is. So, you know, I'm just like, I don't want nothing to do with nothing like that. Like, being drama-free is the way to be. (laughs) Like, it's the way to be. Like, no problems at all. When it regards men, in in regards to men, it's the beautiful thing. You know, so I'm trying to see what's the craziest thing you guys have done. I mean, my friends have had some crazy stories. I do have a friend that, you know, honestly, I feel bad for her because she was with her baby daddy. She tried to work it out with her baby daddy. And we we talk about this all the time because I'm just surprised she's even still able to talk to this man. But they have a few kids and, um, you know, they used to live together. And she was saying one time she came home and she never takes a bath and he doesn't take a bath. But there was some dirty bath water in the tub like he had another female over there. And I was like, mm, that's terrible. And then, like... This female that she suspected might be over there shows up to her house looking for him one day and she's pregnant (laughs) and she tries to fight my friend and they get into a fight and because she's pregnant, my friend who fought at her own house, she fought at her own house defending herself on her own property she the one who ended up going to jail. I was like, what? This whole time we all in the world thinking that if you're at your own house, you're you're fine. The person that came to your house is going to jail. Oh, no. They said, they told her if she would have not fought her or went back in the house, then she would have went to jail. But since she fought back, she, since she fought back and won, she going to jail. But I feel like if she would have been able to get a lawyer you know, it wouldn't have been able to save her from jail that night, but it at least would have helped the case. Like, like, do we have a stand your ground in Georgia? <laughs> it would have at least helped that particular case, perhaps. And then, you know, when they're finally going to court for this whole situation, she sees the girl and she didn't even know because she back with the baby daddy, but she didn't even know that the girl 
over there pregnant again. I was like, girl. But I could definitely relate as far as the pregnancy thing because I had a few pop-up surprise pregnancies that, I mean, it's a miracle. I didn't go crazy because, you know, you know, God's telling you they're not messing with this person. They're not doing anything. And all of a sudden this person pregnant and saying, you the daddy. And it's like, hold up, wait a minute. So it's crazy, you know. And um, just that whole realization and that whole finality that is a baby. Because, you know, a child coming into this world, you know, that's a big thing. It's a big deal. So I could definitely feel for her. Um, I had another friend who she also wanted to work it out with her baby daddy. And she did everything, you know, had a beautiful baby who looked just like him and tried to work it out, tried to surprise him and go to visit him when he was in college and all this stuff. But I don't know. It never worked out. But the funny thing is, I have not had one friend or myself who that same person you tried to work out, they finally came to the realization and wanted to do right. And you said, hit them with the uh uh-uh. It ain't happening. So, and they hurt their own feelings. You know, they think that these baby mamas will be around forever. And we just won't. (laughs) They think you'll just be around forever waiting on them like a lost puppy. But it's just not going to happen. There's a thing that occurs called growth. And it is what it is. And so, um, you know, it's just strange. And it's sad. And it's... You know, it it makes you lose your dignity, but it's like under no circumstances should someone make you so mad that you decide that you're going to, you know, do something. So, okay, let's say that no one got hurt in the house. You set someone's house on fire in like what is almost winter. Like we are, we have winter weather right now. You set someone's house on fire when you know they have children so it's like, where were the children going to live, ma'am? <laughs> you know, you but you set their house on fire. You know, that's crazy. So it's ridiculous. But I hope that man, you know, thinks about what he did and what how, what part he played in that and what he could have done differently because he has to live with the fact that he inadvertently caused the death of these children and their grandmother and, you know, his own child. And so... It's the strangest thing to me. So, yeah, y'all, like, basically, keep your head up. Don't let guys drive you crazy. Talk to your homegirls who are going to talk sense into you before you do anything crazy. You know, it's a running joke that, you know, people get with their homegirls and they, um, you know, scratch up the guy's car, stuff like that. I mean, It does happen, you know, not too long ago, maybe a year or two ago, we all saw this lady uh, use some gasoline (laughs) to set what we believe is her was her boyfriend's car on fire. This fool, (laughs) this lady put the gasoline in there, set it on fire. And then when she dropped the match, it like exploded a little bit on the seat and she burned her face child when they found her her eyebrows burnt off when they finally show her mugshot <laughs> yeah, I'm like girl it is not that serious like I mean it's one thing to keep somebody car but you gonna set it on fire 
Oh, like, oh, Lord, it's a bar. Like, you're going to set it on bar? <laughs> on bar? That's crazy. But, yeah. All in all, just, I don't know. It's a double-edged sword. It's like the guy's fault, but it's also y'all, the girl's fault because you let them get to you that badly that you were willing to risk it all. And it's like not necessary. It's not that serious because those are temporary feelings and you're going to make do permanent actions for temporary feelings. You know, it's, it's not it's not cool. But y'all, I I don't know about y'all crazy boyfriend, baby daddy, husband stories and what y'all did cuz I want to know. I mean, let me know. Cuz most recently, one of my coworkers at work was like, she just came in and she walked as soon as she walked in the door and she said, "I want you to look up this name, this name. This one lady's name." And I was like, she was like, yeah, because I know you're an investigator and my friend's husband is cheating on her. So um, I was like, huh? I mean, it was a name that sounded like made up. So I was like, is she sure this is the name? <laughs> and so, but then I was like, you know what? I don't need to be looking this up. Like, what if she planned on trying to go over there? I'm like, ma'am, like. You should never be more mad at the woman than you are the husband. And she was like, well, we're disgusted with the husband because it's a white woman and she's a plus size big lady, the complete opposite of my friend. And that's his wife. And I'm like, well, here's the thing. If he's cheating and she knows it, she need to decide what she going to do. Not what be worried about trying to look up the woman on social media, which is natural. We all want to do that. But it's like. I ended that conversation by letting her know that, first of all, she don't have enough information. <laughs> like, you over here on 10, and she don't have no information. She don't know the lady's real name. All she knows is that she's a white lady who's plus size. She don't know her real name. She don't know her nothing. So I'm like, you need to bring more to the table. Like, you can't build a case even if you're trying to get a divorce, you can't build a case with not enough information. Like, you need some more info, ma'am. So don't just come over here on 10 because, for all you know, that could be his, um, <laughs> that's his, you know, friend. That's his coworker. That's his boss, for all you know, until you get more info. <laughs> you just know you've seen it in his phone. Oh, they said that they found a, oh, there's another thing. They didn't know if she was plus size. They just knew that she, they he bought some underwear. It just said underwear. He bought some underwear that was extra, extra large from H&M. <laughs> H&M that sell clothes for everybody. We ain't talking about Victoria's Secret or Lane Bryant. They were like, well, we don't, I don't think he wears extra, extra large. I'm like, y'all don't have enough information y'all being ridiculous and it's like if she just want a reason to divorce the man just say that <laughs> just say that don't be making shit up <laughs> you got a fake name you don't know what she looks like she might be white I didn't ask how they think she's white but you don't know if she's plus size you just saw he got some underwear from H&M it didn't say women's underwear it just said underwear I'm like that could have been that man underwear he could have been buying that for his homeboy. He could have been buying that for a homeless person. He could have been buying that for his dad. 
<laughs> like you don't know. <laughs> so come back when you got some info. In the meantime, go forth and be happy with your husband because it could all be innocent. But you don't know that because you're expecting the worst. Go to counseling. <laughs> go to counseling before you do something crazy. But then again, you know, misery loves company. So this is the same coworker who she just got married and her husband gets on her nerves oh so much. And it's just like, ma'am, ma'am, y'all over here bashing y'all husbands on the phone together. And it's like, what y'all should be doing is planning double dates and trips and comparing notes and figuring out ways to do more things as married couples together. Go to a cabin, you know, enjoy the married married life instead of being miserable enjoy your time together and don't ever come in as an investigator like me no info with half-ass information <laughs> don't bring me no half-ass information <laughs> but yes y'all tell me about y'all stories what's the craziest thing y'all have ever done um i am proud to say that i haven't done anything too 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 crazy that didn't involve social media. Like I didn't leave my home to do what I needed to do. <laughs> so um, I haven't done anything too crazy um, since I was probably about. Oh, well, that's a lie. That's a lie, y'all. I did drive out of state to meet up with my baby daddy. And that's something I would never do again. <laughs> I did do that. I mean, I don't think that was too, too crazy. I didn't go there trying to fight him. I went there trying to, you know, just speak to him in person because he was out of state. And I felt like a four-hour drive was something I could do. And I'm thankful I was able to get it done, thanks to the Lord. <laughs> I had a good little trip. So, yeah, y'all, tell me, y'all, what's the craziest thing y'all did? We're going to have to talk about this again because... Um, I know that women have done some crazy stuff from these stories I see on TikTok, like people faking pregnancies, faking men in the room, faking text messages, um, you know, stuff like that. So it's like, ma'am, you faked the pregnancy? That's crazy. <laughs> like, that is crazy. Wow. <laughs> so, yes, let me know. Let me know what y'all did. Or what you know somebody did. Because these can get really interesting. So talk to you soon. Peace.